0: January 9th, 1793, Jean-Pierre Blanchard becomes the first person to fly in a balloon in the United States. Welcome to Revisionists. I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers.
1: I'm Tim Messenger.
0: Thank you for joining us, Tim. Uh, You're a local comic. You're about to relocate to London, so I'm very glad to get you on before you leave. Thanks for having me. Uh, so we've been away for a little bit. I've been out of town, and then I was very sick and unable to talk. But we're back now. So it's Brian's fault. Yes, entirely. It's the fault of 100%. my muscles, which are a part of me. I was waiting
1: fair. by the phone every night,
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is weird because I usually get a, get a hold of you over the computer. So it's mm. not the place to wait. Have you might as well have been, been part waiting of the problem. The Pony Express box. You were
1: good a week. You were good to go a week ago, but uh, I was wrong. Wrong medium. I was waiting yeah, for exactly. It.
0: Well, uh, what we do on the show is every week we talk about a, not week, but episode. We talk about a different topic from history. One host presents a true story. One host comes up with an alternate history. And then the winning story becomes accepted history. Yeah. Going forward.
1: The third person just kind of sits on their ass and does nothing. And comments.
0: <laughs> yeah. Really, originally, the concept was we tell the tale to please the third person, like Scheherazade, all those, but then it's sort of just...
2: Great magic card.
0: <laughs> was that a magic card? Shahrazad? <laughs> <Charizard. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm getting a, she- a, a holographic Scheherazade. A holographic Scheherazade. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps you from getting beaten up on the playground. Yeah, I like... hear a
1: word that I like. I
2: got to jump in. I'm like, come <laughs> on,
0: guys. Let's get <laughs> him. All right. I'll take your word for it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's two whites, a source freak,
0: So I'm presenting the real history this time. Uh, we're talking about King Tut, Tutankhamun, by the way. Mm-hmm. Tim, you're presenting the alternate. Sure. So I heard. Yeah. If everyone's ready, I'll begin. Go. Alternate to the false yeah.
2: story, I guess.
0: King Tut uh, was the son of the pharaoh Akhenaten, and perhaps one of Akhenaten's sisters or cousins, but definitely one of those. It's not one of Akhenaten's known wives. All of the texts refer to his mother as just the younger lady. That's the only. He's one of the wives
1: he kept under wraps. (laughs) As, you know, not too proud of that wife. (laughs) When the when when company comes over, Jane, she's doing really well with her, you know, knitting business, which you don't talk about. I
2: think it was more like the younger lady, meaning like. This probably wasn't acceptable. <laughs> Even in ancient Egypt. <laughs> this is like...
0: Where we don't have evidence for this, but the standards are probably very low. The gods
2: yeah. blessed him with an early ability for this woman to give birth. I think that's her younger lady. Interesting.
0: When you bring up the, the gods, Akhenaten, what he's most famous for is he tried to institute a monotheistic religion in Egypt. And basically he... Over the course of time, he outlawed the worship of the old gods and focused on the worship of Aten, which is uh, basically Ra, the sun god. And also
1: a lot of the... Uh, Ra just had a name change for a while.
0: Yeah, basically.
1: During, like, his his punk phase. His punk...
0: Yeah, his... his <laughs> was that
1: a punk thing? I don't know. I'm I guess trying to... Sid
0: Vicious probably wasn't his given name. Mm, Could have been. Or Johnny Rotten.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't or think, whatever. I don't
0: think those Ramones were related, actually. No, probably not. Right.
1: Who's named Ramon? The Ramones. The, oh, good point.
0: That's true. It's a, yeah, it's a family band. Yeah. It's like, it's like the Partridge family.
1: Uh-huh. Or the, the Osmonds.
0: So there's a lot of controversy around this, obviously, because when someone's like, hey, don't worship your gods anymore. Worship this god who all the statues look kind of like me. Also, that can tend to rub people the wrong way. And when Akhenaten dies- uh, That's what
2: Scientology's got going for it, you know?
0: I do not i d I don't I don't know if they they actually probably do somewhat deify
1: L. Ron Hubbard. Yo, somewhat, you think? <laughs> I, you think
0: maybe I have
1: maybe. they consider L. Ron Hubbard a bit of a sacred figure? I mean do
0: they consider Hot anything? takes
1: from Brian on Scientology over here.
0: <laughs>
2: but his statue is in the form of a book. It's in the you know, the homes of every individual. It's
1: like a statue in your mind. <laughs> it's a
0: statue in your mind.
1: Alright,
2: this this is I'm gonna drop this again and I'm someone's gonna make money on this and then I'm gonna have like documented evidence that I said it here first. But new app, you like have like virtual trophies. It's like a pay for app where you can like then like give people trophies and they cost more money for different kinds of trophies and stuff like that. So you can I think it's a horseshit, but like I <laughs> I know that this would make real money. Like, this is what went money. wrong when you were on Shark
1: Take, Tim. <laughs> you just keep
0: shitting on your own
2: ideas. I like it's like like the pet rock, is that a great idea? No, but it, like makes money, right? That's the idea. Yeah, but the guy who
0: <laughs> sold it was like, "This is a terrible idea. Please give me money." No, I'm just
2: me. saying, like, I'm letting you guys know on the inside. It's a pet but, rock, like, you have to be an idiot. Like, to buy I'm this. just saying, like, I,
1: I don't see. You, you want know. to get it on the ground level of this idea? First <laughs> yeah. off, it's complete shit. I don't
2: see. All ground level. It's I don't so high see,
1: <laughs>
2: I don't see any value.
1: It's ground level to because it's shit on the ground where it belongs. Fake trophies. So you'd, like, text your boss a world's greatest boss trophy off of this app? Yeah. Instead of buying, like, a fucking mug like a chump?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I all mean, right. the
0: mug is kind of like a trophy in a way.
2: It's it's stuff for stupid people to buy because it's are stupid.
1: And, There's different uh, kinds of trophies. One of the trophies could be a mug trophy.
2: I think this idea is just, like, less stupid than, like, all the other apps that people waste their money on. That,
0: okay, it be. I mean. That is true.
1: At least they have some kind of something to show for it.
0: But there's like, yeah, that's but the whole they, point. But the idea is
2: also like that you can have this virtual representation of something that like... Why another that?
1: human being's appreciation. On like your, if you move. Virtually represented on your phone. If you, were,
2: <laughs> if you were moving and you had to like take all these trophies with you, you know, it's kind of paying me Jared out. thinks...
0: is that a problem? What did that come up? My
2: dad had so many fucking racing <laughs> trophies that he had like a, a whole like shed yeah. full and he had to throw so many away, and he only kept the ones that mattered, yeah. and now he throws the trophies away, but he just keeps, like, the
1: plaque. And now, part. when your dad's like, I had so many trophies, you're like, you're full of shit, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Show me some proof. But when we're old, it'll be like, one time Jared gave me chillest dude right here. <laughs>
2: but I used all some of those trophies. I saw a shed full of trophies, and you know so yeah i think virtual trophies is a uh, is a great idea and it makes the uh, the participation a full of stolen it trophies. makes the participation trophy easier to swallow for fucking people that don't agree with the participation trophies
0: <laughs> it doesn't devalue the participation trophy <laughs> yeah it's an
1: oversaturated market as it is but um <laughs> I'm just an accountant. And I see all these people wasting good money on like
2: shitty participation trophies when they can make a digital trophy. and That's, save what, that's the, what's
0: wrecking China, right? The now. cost
2: savings that you could get in a virtual participation trophy. Right. I, I'm bringing, I'm bringing ninety percent savings Fucking to this to this industry.
1: One of these days, these this trophy bubble is gonna pop when people stop buying these participation <laughs> trophies.
0: A roller coaster. is think. Only going up. Wait
1: till the Big Short two comes out and it's about the the trophy bubble, the big trophy crash of 2016.
0: Why did we invest in this? We're like the Dutch.
2: Um, Just think, you could design your own trophies. You could,
0: you could do that now. What are you gonna
2: like learn how to like use a saw? Who has saws? You have. Everyone has a phone. <laughs> is,
1: virtual tools. Sauce. It's true. Yeah, we don't use saws anymore. It's the future.
0: I'm, I'm has been outlawed.
2: Is there a saw in this home right now? There is not. So my point is, and that's like the simplest of, I was using that as the easiest example, versus like, how are you going to like melt the metal down and, and then mold it into the shape of whatever
1: trophy that you think?
0: I mean, more importantly, how can you call the home without a saw? How are you going to defend your family?
1: Oh, yeah, or set up death traps. <laughs> what kind what of trophies would do common when, Brian?
0: Well, he may have gotten something because he ascended to the throne at age nine or ten. Because he was just a kid, most of the decisions were made by... His advisors, and he had two in particular that were the most powerful: uh, Horum Heb, yeah, and uh, A, just A-Y. A. A, he's Very like fonzy. the Fonz, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. the Fonz guy was referencing that guy every time he said yeah. it. And Hammerhead,
2: Hebb? Like the first
0: Fons, like Fonzie Prime.
2: What was that other dude's name? Horum Heb. That guy's a
1: nerd.
0: <laughs> he's the. Ron Howard. To yeah,
1: the, absolutely. To
0: a's Fonzie.
1: A tried to make him cool, never worked. Porrim
0: have is interesting because he, uh, much like Wu Zetian did when her son was sort of the puppet on the throne, he just told other people that uh, Tutankhamun named him Lord of the Land and heir to the throne, and that he he also told people he was the only one who could calm Tutankhamun down when he was having a fit.
1: Surprisingly successful strategy.
0: For just being like, oh yeah, he said I was the next king, so. Whatever. I wonder if
1: I could just, like, start telling people that Obama said I'm Secretary of the Interior.
0: <laughs> Maybe you I could get away with it for a while. Interior, you probably can, because no one's going to check that Yeah, shit. nobody knows. No one knows who the Secretary <laughs> of the Interior on, is. Come on, we all got phones, we just go Google. It, it's Sally Jewell, uh, currently. <laughs> Joke is flawed to begin with, he knew all along! Uh-huh. Again, the, the thing King Tut is known for, or not known for, but the thing he did in his lifetime that was most celebrated... Was basically dismantling the cult that his father set up
1: to establish like a real religion. Yeah, that worships a real
0: religion, <laughs>
1: legitimate. I <laughs> mean, Egyptian <laughs> gods. So zero sum
2: game from between his dad and his son, just like yeah,
0: yeah basically fucked it up, fixed it. Horum in particular made King Tut start the process of destroying all of the likenesses of his father and all the artworks of his father. What's interesting about this to me. Is that Akhenaten is the only pharaoh to have made art of him, like, hugging his family Aww. and, like, playing with his kids. And Horem had made Tutankhamun destroy that artwork.
1: <laughs> I'm picturing so this guy now insane. as a real, like, but, Kylo Ren character. Contemporary Ren. So based on the,
2: you know, the documented history... Was he that guy, though, or was it like propaganda for future generations?
0: Well, I mean, Was he the good father, according to your tale? It's kind of hard to say. He's probably a good father, but maybe not.
1: Not good enough to not die.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <He> was... <laughs> so, so all of our fathers are terrible.
1: Well, I mean, mine made it longer than than ten. <laughs> <laughs> um. Leaving him to be raised by Heb or whatever his name is. Harrenheb.
2: I, I have it written down as Med?
1: Sure. Close enough. People know who we're talking about. There's well, not that many characters.
0: Horum. <laughs> and Tutankhamen is beset by ailments. He's a skinny kid, very lanky. He's got large front teeth, uh, an overbite. Uh, he's got a cleft palate. He had malaria basically once a year uh, for most of his life. Mm. And he walked with a cane uh, until his death at age 19. And his death is still, no one knows exactly what caused it because it, there's evidence that's like any number of things. There's- so
1: it's not that he was like the the malaria equivalent of Grizzly Man. That couldn't have been. <laughs> exactly. Maybe. The
0: malaria equivalent of, what is
1: that? Well, he went with the bears every year. He went to go live with the bears for a few months.
0: He went to live with malaria. Yeah, he was like,
1: much. oh, it's malaria season. <laughs>
0: And, of course, Werner Herzog is telling people not to watch Maybe
1: oh. he invented malaria.
0: He invented malaria. It, it was a passion.
1: I was me. going to say I would totally watch a Werner Herzog narrating a life of Tutankhamen thing, but let's be honest. I'd watch Werner Herzog narrating anything. Yeah.
0: You'd watch Werner Herzog, like, reading the ingredients. Let's not think of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> American um, dream. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Some of the leading leading candidates for the cause of death for Toon Kaminar, he broke his leg and it became infected. Malaria. Uh, something called Kohler disease, which just rots your skeleton from the inside. Basically. Pussy. Pussy. <laughs> Too yeah. <much> pussy. <laughs> oh. Not enough pussy. Oh, I
1: thought you were saying he was a pussy for dying from that disease that rots your skeleton <laughs> out.
0: <laughs> I mean, prove me wrong. He had epilepsy, so there's some theories that, He had a seizure, which caused him to fall, which caused him to die and also have a broken leg. Any number of congenital defects as a result of incest.
1: results of the fall, result number one, death. Result number two, broken Broken leg.
0: leg. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Chariot accident, and then after he died... Uh, There's evidence that his body spontaneously combusted while it was mummified, so it's not even a question of like how he died. It's just like everything, yeah. Basically, like
1: basically cause of death. They just checked all.
0: Yeah, it's basically like Mm -hmm. sounds
1: like some complicated drugs he was doing.
0: I don't. (laughs) Does it?
1: Some insane side effects on those ancient Egyptian drugs.
0: Yeah, that's why they had all those crazy wrong gods. Really, all we know about his death is that he died pretty quickly because there's evidence that the paint didn't even have a chance to dry in his tomb before he was buried in it. And after he died, his widow uh, wrote to the king of the Hittite Empire was like, hey, can I marry one of your kids? And then he was like, no. And then Tut's advisor A swooped in and married her so he could become pharaoh, uh, despite the fact that Hormheb had everyone convinced that he was the crown prince and successor. And by all evidence, he was. Well,
1: that's why A's... Who's going to marry Haramheb when A's sitting right there?
0: Right, exactly. It's, again, Ron Howard and... Who played Fonzie?
1: (laughs) Henry Winkler? Henry
0: Winkler, thank you. I almost said Harvey Keitel. (laughs) Very
1: different person. (laughs)
0: Completely different. And eventually A dies sure. and horum head becomes pharaoh and he starts reforming a lot of things that uh akhenaten did and finishing the work that he made to come start but one of the biggest things horum did is he named ramses the first because i'm guessing
1: while a was pharaoh i'm guessing it was just like a, a huge party
0: mainly yeah it was yeah. mainly just fucking
1: yeah everybody got nice and drunk hit jukeboxes all over egypt
0: yeah, invented jukeboxes. Just hit to them. hit
1: them and sharks. Invented sharks, it's I mean. Invented
0: sharks. Just
1: to <laughs> jump over them.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. On skis, I which already, what you skis meant
1: already existed, but uh, they invented over. the sharks. Right.
0: Out of necessity. Yeah. Um, you know,
2: when you miss the first part of that, there's no jumping in.
0: They just say, I'm just jumping over nothing. This is not as exciting as it should be. <laughs> Why don't I invent a murder fish? But yeah, Tut is notable for being basically in the right place at the right time because he becomes pharaoh.
1: That place being a place where you can get malaria and bone eating disease? <laughs> yes.
0: Touche. The, <laughs> the right place for like... Being famous.
2: How <laughs> long would he have made it if he
0: wasn't if he the wasn't, pharaoh? Probably not that long, because he just would have been like an Egyptian peasant. Yeah, and I can't imagine that that was a good life. But I have no evidence for that. Maybe, maybe he'd still be with us today. Maybe he's part of the one. Yeah, that's why they
1: no oh, <laughs> throw him back to one percent. My classic joke.
0: <laughs> classic. I'm
1: I have joy. been complimented on that joke by multiple people. <laughs> Yes.
0: <laughs> okay, I won't even make you cite that. I do like that joke. It both delights and angers me at the same time, like all good humor should. But he mainly just died rich and he was pharaoh right before Egypt kind of reached its peak under Ramses II and Seti I. So he's really famous just because he's the only pharaoh whose tomb has been found intact. Hmm. And so when that went on tour, everyone became, everyone got to know King Tut and identify. Him is like, oh, okay, when you think of a pharaoh, you think of him even though he's just like a nineteen year old cripple with malaria who mm-hmm. didn't do shit. Yeah.
1: And Steve Martin kicked him into the stratosphere.
0: Steve Martin. We did establish in the Cleopatra episode that any time you write a song about someone, up to a certain point, they become immortal.
1: However, the magic has gone out of the world. The magic
0: went out of the world, probably before Steve Martin wrote Or perform the King Tut song. Probably before that, With the Nitty Gritty Dirt
2: Band. Yes. I learned a King Tut rap
1: when I was in elementary school. Really? Oh, is this your alternate history? Just a King Tut rap?
0: Is it it going to be? Because that would be amazing. (laughs) Uninterrupted 15-minute rap about King Tut.
2: (laughs) There was just like two lines. It was like, King Tut, King Tut, the ruler of the land. King Tut, King Tut. He was so divine.
0: This is, a, this, is,
2: this
1: is not a rap. I mean, I don't know. Let's there get was, Kanye on the phone because I think I smell money right
0: now. There were other lines
2: you that made that these two, two other lines wrong. Yeah, someone else. It's you've your, got
1: the it's your cousin Zach West. You woke up that hot new sound you've been looking for. As though so. they wouldn't get it when I said, "Hey, Kanye," on the phone. I would have to establish the last name too.
2: We learned that during our uh, our pyramids, you know, <laughs> section of
1: education. Our you know?
0: Pyramid <laughs> section of education.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not Egyptian pyramids. You just watched the game show, education. the game show pyramid what in the I
0: Would say <laughs> <laughs> The other famous thing about Tut, and this sort of blends edges over to the mythical, is that his tomb was cursed, and that Howard Carter and the whole team that opened it died on early death, which is just like.
2: That seems like it's probably what made him more famous.
0: Than anything.
2: Because that probably happened before we were born.
0: But I mean, most studies have shown that and then the like, people who what? actually went into the tomb died basically at the same average age as the people who didn't. So that's kind of shot. Uh, the other interesting thing is that when he was... He
1: By the people you didn't, you, you mean just the rest of the world? The majority <laughs> of the people alive in the world?
0: <laughs> Essentially, I think. Okay. Like if I'm misreading that study, I apologize. What are they
2: just using the third world numbers? I mean, come on. The that's not going to. That's true. It's going to skew
0: this. <laughs> I mean, maybe the whole third world. They were world all is men before they even got there. That they one. They got on so many mummy graves and all
1: cursed. They had that one census where they either had to take, went into King Tut's tomb, or didn't go into King Tut's tomb.
0: <laughs> that's how you order the world. <laughs> the haves and the have nots. Mm-hmm. During his lifetime, mainly because he. Um, he restored the old gods. He was one of the only pharaohs who was worshipped while he was alive, um, and people would specifically pray to him to cure diseases. the wrong guy. Given that he had all of the diseases, <laughs> maybe they got. Yeah, maybe taken he took those them. Diseases yeah, away. Took, oh my god,
1: like the Green Mile.
0: <laughs> it's exactly like the Green Mile. Why did we not think of this before? And just to clarify a few things that we have established in previous histories, we can probably confirm that since his mummy is still intact, it did not take part in the mummy uprising put down by Julius Caesar. Okay. And we can maybe suppose that since Cleopatra is immortal, she maybe visits an occasional Turing exhibit of Tut's tomb and maybe longs for mortality. So that's... Yeah. I
1: mean, it's been a few thousand years. Probably ready to go. Oh. She's J-Lo now. She's doing all right.
0: Oh yeah, she is J-Lo now. <laughs> So JLo, lo maybe if you've gone to an exhibit of King Tut's tombs and felt a twinge in your soul, yeah. let us know. Oh. com, And that's... I
2: think if she hears it, she's already knowing that information.
0: <laughs> that's Well, maybe. Maybe she just hears it in a passing car and tells the driver to stop and...
1: That's... Rewind. Hit that 15-second bat button, buddy.
0: Exactly. Twice! Do
1: it twice! I need some context! Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know what? Maybe just do the two minutes.
0: <laughs> Pull over! I'm getting in your car, and that's how she beats her next husband. That's so
1: how she met Mark Anthony,
0: I believe. So. Uh, well, and that's basically the true story of King Tut, mm-hmm. an unremarkable cripple boy. I
1: mean, it's one way to put it,
2: but there's just no way for us to know so much about this young little gentleman.
0: What a gentleman.
2: <laughs> for us to know more about. See, what really happened was—is uh... so
1: this just going to be presented in Christopher Walken
0: voice? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Where to start? Where to start? Um, (laughs) First of all, he had a father. Seems like
0: (laughs) painting these so funny
2: stories match. (laughs) He's painting these pictures on the wall that he's like hugging his kids. He's playing catch. No, he's starting this cult. (laughs) But it's it's this big, powerful. He is the richest man in Bedford Falls royal blood you know so he's a good guy <laughs> but he's not he's fucking propaganda. he's trying to change the
0: he's trying to change the
2: history of the world by saying he's his good father when in fact he has a daughter then he sleeps with his daughter <laughs> that's why she's referred to as younger lady because they can't allow that information I mean, to get out they have this bastard boy with the father I guess I don't know and uh, he's got malaria. He's got a cane. He's got all these problems. He's inbred.
0: He's an inbred baby boy. I mean, you said it like you were implying it, but we basically just stated that out, right? This is
2: why. This is why. So he's got some trouble, right? He's got a pair of these advisors. He's got a fucking little little person, little person. You know what I mean?
0: I don't. And all the
1: books. It's like a... A dwarf, dwarf.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he's like dwarf. He's like a
2: little person, dwarf. It's like and, a honey. I shrunk the kids. And like in all the in all the in all the writings about him, he's this disgusting man. But and all the pictures of him, he's he's gorgeous. So you know what is the real whatever. So a, uh, he's you know giving him good advice. And you know you got a you got Haramet over there. He's a eunuch. He's got his balls chopped off. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's got ulterior motives. Are they good? Are they bad? He's definitely got spies. He just
0: wants his balls back.
1: Uh huh. You got his third advisor, Carcetti.
0: <laughs> so these
2: guys, they see this little kid. They're like making plays, but they're making plays for themselves because they know he's going to die.
0: <laughs>
2: so you got this, you got this midget. You got the eunuch. <laughs> and then ultimately, you know what ends up killing this little boy? It's poison. Uh, he was poisoned by Littlefinger. Um. <laughs> Why do you think his corpse t- suddenly combust? That was like just. Do we need to put
1: a spoiler man. tag on this episode? <laughs>
2: they brought in a torch, right? They don't have electricity, and they bring in this torch. the The poison's highly flammable, and it and <laughs> bursts into flames, All so, the- so that they, when they wrap them in mummified stuff, the gases are <laughs> then locked when them they in.
0: Wrap him in mummy stuff. <laughs>
2: So that when these people find him, I just pictured like them
0: having thousands
2: a and thousands of him. years later. So of, if
0: we just moved,
2: of course we just they got all this boy stuff. They weren't cursed. There's a simple explanation. Some of that poison was released into the air when they cracked his tomb, and they, you know, because it was so old, they didn't die immediately. But why do we care about this? Lost little boy? its
1: potency a little bit. The reason why
2: this little boy is so famous is because, you know. George R.R. R. Martin just came and stole the whole fucking story for his little fucking game of <laughs> for your
0: little fucking bug, R. 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 Game R. R. of Tut
2: and Common, you know? What is he doing? He's
0: I, I should probably change this title to something less plagiaristic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How
2: many boy kings were there? One? Got it. Boom. Joffrey. Stolen. Uh, younger lady inbred we got the Lannisters king he's making his armies of richest men
0: land is this a rap are you rapping You're, cause you're king, doing tut, king tut king like tut the ruler
2: of the land king tut king tut <laughs> he was so divine king tut king
0: tut
2: so uh he was so
0: divine
2: the one thing that it's like, uh like hey, mickey he was uh he was he was the first pharaoh worshipped why do you think that was fear <laughs> 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 he killed prostitutes on his spare time he had an iron fist over that people and of course they bowed to him he he, he made them bow with fear
0: uh-huh just out of killing <laughs> so he was also a little jack the ripper also where do you
2: think how do you think oh he was why he was so beloved because he dismantled his father's cult with
1: Fear, power, death, <laughs> fear, power. murder. Now death. he's the Scarecrow from Batman. <laughs>
2: and so an early grave was welcomed by the people. <laughs> and that was the story of this King Tutankhamen. I mean, I don't know really what happened to A and Ahmed after their, you know, their, after Littlefinger did him in, but, you know,
0: they did whatever he said. They did. I mean, it's all Littlefinger. Okay. I mean, that's probably not a spoiler. Either. So that's
1: why Littlefinger ran Egypt for about 50 years after that?
0: More or less, I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you started really idealistic. Full-dropping in and out of the act, Talking about a new day, but he became disillusioned and more focused on his own political career. We might, he, becoming course, the governor of Maryland. Fought
0: John Cena for 12 rounds.
2: <laughs> the difference yeah. is in... Uh, in ancient egypt time little finger uh he actually had a little finger hence the
0: name <laughs> which one yeah he just had one freak <laughs> finger
1: <laughs> oh wait he only had one finger on both of his hands and it was a tiny little a tiny like little a nothing. like something kind of a david lynch movie <laughs> <laughs> that he made out of a cow fetus
0: <laughs> <laughs> he made it he made his own fingers <laughs> i mean that's what we need in a leader some sort of determination (laughs) oh tim thank
2: you air to the throne hand of the king potato potato
1: (laughs) (laughs) those are not the same thing
0: i mean they are like potatoes and potatoes
1: yeah Uh, shouldn't eat
2: potatoes or potatoes even as a vegan (laughs) (laughs) body has to convert it first into carbohydrates and then sugars to Step process takes twice the amount of
1: energy. So Tim is saying, reconsider your diet, Irish people.
0: <laughs> I was going to say this. Of the eighteen hundreds, sometime. Well, Zach, you are serving in the in the judging role, or you can throw it to the audience.
1: Uh, I think it's always more fun. We've been away for so long. The audience, they're itching for that vote. It's like it's been two months since they voted on anything. You can going to vote in the fucking primary? No, this is what they vote on. <laughs>
0: Or they think they're going to vote for Marco Rubio. No, they're going to vote for
1: this. Yeah, exactly. It's like American Idol. they
0: got to vote for which isn't on the air anymore. They got to vote for something. Exactly.
1: No, I got to throw it to the people for a big return gala, um, for our for our show. Back in business, 2016.
0: We did it. See you in 2017 (laughs) Yeah.
1: Last episode 2016 You have a year to get your votes in Man what a year we had No Um, man it's cool man They got like an annual
0: podcast Enjoy uh,
1: enjoy our next episode Which will be a 2016 clip show Best of 2016
0: We just do it every 7 years It's like the Up series Uh, There better be a new serial
2: podcast on my phone When I get to my car You know what I'm talking about
0: I know what you're talking about (laughs) I know that podcast I'm familiar with it It's supposed to be
2: They were off It's supposed to be the 7th. It is the 7th. <laughs>
1: Very contemporary. Just look behind the curtain. We're recording this on the 7th. <laughs> oh, 2014. BC. Yes. <laughs> season series. Season z- serial Season Zero. Had some trouble with that one.
0: <laughs> it's a hard one.
2: I think I'm going to get a lot of things right about these future episodes you guys do. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: well... Listeners, to cast your vote, uh, you can go to revisionistpodcast and use the contact form. You can also vote on Facebook or Twitter. All um, your social medias. Or while you're there, you can also leave us a comment or ask us a question.
1: You can send us an Instagram with your vote written in on a, your dick. Yeah, uh, that'd be the preferable way. Yeah. Yeah,
0: please. In fact, text me. Uh, text me a picture of your dick with your vote written on it, and then
1: um, we'll put it up on the site.
0: <laughs> you can also. Review this podcast on iTunes. Yeah, do that. That's very helpful to us. Um, before we go, Tim, uh, again, great to have you. And you've always been one of my favorite stand-ups in Denver. And I'm sorry to see you go. Well, thank you very much. But I wish you best of luck in London. And listeners, if you want to see him, uh, you're doing shows up until the last day of last week of January.
2: I'm doing a, a bunch of shows starting on January 22nd through the 30th uh, in Denver. Um, I'll have those dates up at MessengerTim.com But a bunch of fun stuff Like The Soiled Dove And Crush City And Too Much Fun And Highlands Comedy Show Like all uh, great shows The Brunch Show You know Voodoo Comedy Playhouse With the agency So a lot of You know A lot of cool shows
1: Or you know Fly to London Yeah, go to London. Not yet, like, wait until he's there, probably. meet him at the airport. February
2: 4th, I'll be at the Backyard Comedy Club. I'll be there on Valentine's Day as well. And I'll be at this uh, place in the garden on the 19th.
1: More info at messengertim.com.
0: Zach, you are co-host on another podcast, Stage of Fools. That's right, yeah. uh, About about his
1: first scripted drama the royals which is loosely based on hamlet hamlet
0: very loosely <laughs> from very from loosely I from what you
1: understand it is a very it is a very classy show by all um, accounts
0: and i will probably be guesting on that probably pretty soon yeah stay tuned for that for everyone here at the revisionist i'm brian flynn
1: i am zach powers thanks for having me i'm tim
0: have a good night